Hey everybody, my name is Derek Schmidt, and today I want to talk to you about how you go about writing a blog post. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Bootcamp Podcast. I'm your host and portfolio entrepreneur, Derek Schmidt. Today we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business based on real life experiences and practical advice from other entrepreneurs. So when you're creating a post for your blog, um, obviously step one is to provide as much value as you can to your reader, right? You don't want to just create a post just to have something on your blog. That's the complete wrong way of going about it. Instead, uh, it's better if you create one really good blog post per month that users actually find value in and they're reading through. And so how you go about writing that blog post, it's very similar to what you were taught in grade school when you were learning how to write a paper or an essay, for example. Generally, you have an introductory paragraph. This is a brief paragraph that explains what the reader's gonna get through the rest of the article or the blog post. And then you start with uh, paragraph one, if I'm using the example from your paper or your essay in grade school. Now, paragraph one, I'm gonna change that to heading one. You have things in websites in HTML, such as heading one, heading two, heading three, four, five, six, etc. But how do you know when to use them and how often to use them? So think of it like this. Paragraph one generally has the heading one right before the second paragraph. Now the second paragraph would expand upon whatever you typed into heading one. Then following that, you'll have heading two. Heading two, again, just kind of explains the, the sub-paragraph and what they're going to learn in that section. Then you've got heading three and heading four and heading five. Now in terms of how many times you use this, you should only have one heading one tag on a page. Now, some people will debate that and say, you know, with HTML5 and defining sections and everything, you can have more than H1 tag. But for non-technical people, just have one heading one tag. Following that, you can have two to three heading two tags. You can have up to three to five heading three tags and about as many as you want on the heading four, five, and six, if it's required. In terms of the length of the post, what you should write about and how long it should be, try to aim for a minimum of a thousand words. Now you can get by with 500 words if it's a really valuable article. However, Google's whole thing is they crawl the text on your website, right? And that's how they find out is your article does it match what the user is searching for? So try to aim for having at least a thousand words on a blog post and then keyword density. This is how often your keyword shows up um, within that article. And so for every 100 words, you wanna have your keyword in there about two to three times. This is the keyword that you're trying to rank for, right? And so that's a term called keyword density. You want to aim to have about a 2 to 3% keyword density. Now, don't get me wrong. Your article is not about stuffing this content full of keywords or seeming really spammy. Ultimately, your job is to provide a lot of value to your readers so that they stay on your blog post, they read the whole thing, and they potentially explore other parts of the website. So aim for a keyword density of 2 to 3%. You can underline and bold things throughout the article. Uh, always try to include at least one image. It's way better if you can include a uh, custom image and not just some stock image. I think everybody's just kind of tuned out lately to stock photography. They no longer um, you know, resonate with that, but we are aesthetic creatures, so you wanna have some visual elements to it. If you can have a video, that's even better. Uh, link the video in your article. Now, 
how you can get into a rhythm of um, creating these images and these videos is just set aside a day, you know, once a week or a couple times a month where you just knock out a bunch of photography around the office or a bunch of videos around the office relevant to what you're going to be writing about or what you're seeing in the business or what your clients may be searching for or pains that they're going through and then try to write articles around that. So the last thing I want to share with you, it's um, a really easy thing, but a lot of people forget it. When you're adding an image to your blog posts or your website in general, you definitely want to include the alt tag. Now, when you upload an image, you should be prompted to include what's called alt text. This is a really easy place for you to include a keyword, but it's also a really um, easy place for you to make your website more accessible to people who may be visually impaired, right? So Google has no idea what images are about. You can generally include a description in the alt attribute, and that tells Google what this image is about, but it's also what is read off to users who have some sort of visual impairment. So don't forget to include your alt tags in your images. Um, create a structured article with a one heading, one tag, two to three heading, two tags, uh, three to five, heading three, and so on, and then supporting paragraphs for each section. Again, at the end of the day, it's mainly about providing value to the user. These things are just icing on the cake. Adds a few more bells and whistles. Uh, should help you with your ranking, but ultimately it should help you convert some more users from your web traffic. So this is Derek Schmidt checking out. If you have any questions, please drop them in the comments.